Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. What's up, y'all? T Bob A. Bear here, host of Snaps, presented by FanDuel. And we all know football season's rolling right along. It's kind of sad, already halfway through. And there's no better place to get in on the action than at FanDuel. Okay, the app is awesome, man. It's safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. The boost that they always got. I mean, I love the Thursday night same game parlay. Just $10 free. You just get a free $10 bet for your same game parlay. Juice it up as much as you want, right? That's just one of many exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid quickly. And there's so many ways to play. Spread, money line, over, unders, totals, props, everything. And then if you're like me, you procrastinate, you lose check of time, you can even jump into the action during the game with live betting. So, Use the promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to a brand new SNAPS here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. So excited to be here with you today. Major news just breaking. Brian Harson being fired. We'll get into it, what it means. I'm T-Bob Bear. He's Aaron Murray. Yes, the rumors are true. The T and T-Bob stands for Turtle Box. You never would have guessed. That's literally why they sponsor the show, okay? So check this out. The best outdoor Bluetooth speaker on the market is Le Turtle Box. Okay, you go to TurtleBoxAudio.com, promo code SNAPS. Uh, gets you $20 off shipping uh, and, and and $20 off and free shipping, excuse me. And how about this, dude? This turtle box, I take it everywhere with me. Like, we're going trick-or-treat tonight, as you can see. Got my little Ghostbusters on. Shout out Dan Aykroyd. Stan's my favorite Ghostbuster. But trick-or-treating, you better believe the turtle box is going to be in the stroller rocking Halloween tunes because it's waterproof so I can spill beer on it, and it gets loud as hell. So, tailgating, indoor you buy two of them, you use them. Stereo speakers, turtleboxaudio.com. Air Murray, what's up, dude? Big news, huh? How about it? Woo! 
Ooh-wee. I mean, that's one hell of a way to start a Halloween. It's Nick Saban's birthday today. So shout out to the goat and his early, not, I guess not early birthday gift, but his real first big birthday gift is once again, a firing of another Auburn coach. I mean, Auburn, Nick Saban, not just Auburn, but the amount of coaches that have been fired in the past decade because yeah. of Lord Nick Saban is unbelievable. Yeah. So his, I just wish he would just decorate his front yard with tombstones of every coach oh. that has been fired because everyone wants Nick Saban. Everyone compares himself to Nick Saban, especially at Auburn. If you ain't Nick, get the hell out. And oh, bye -bye, you Harson. had it right you there. Out, no, man. you had it right there in All front right, of you. If you if you ain't Nick, you ain't shit. And he's proven it yeah. time and time again, dude. Oh God, Aaron, what a genius idea with the tombstones that you have just hit on. That would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, so look, we are going to argue about this during the show because before the show, I'm sitting here fighting Aaron Murray and Ryan Brumley, having to explain to them how wrong they are about the quality of the Auburn job. Oh, wait, I'm looking a little ghost like myself. Bam, there we go, people. Uh, how wrong they are about the quality of this Auburn job because to me, this is not a very good job right now. I get that it's been a good job historically. I get that you're going to be able to hit me with a lot of numbers and expert analysis that's going to tell me that it's a good job, but I think it's quite simple. I think there's Nick Saban on one side, Kirby Smart on the other. And that's not even getting in to Brian Kelly or Lane Kiffin or any of these other people. I think it's an awful job right now. It's the best job in America if you want to get paid. and you want to have a sexy bio get paid, it is the best job in America to get paid to not oh, yeah. work because you will fail and you will get fired. But if you're trying to get wins and you're trying to build legacy, run as far away from this job as you possibly Look at Brum. You tell me this isn't a Freudian slip from Brum. He says, who should Auburn fire? Deion Sanders, Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, or other? Because he knows the next guy is getting fired. Like, you're not choosing who you hire, Aaron Murray. Auburn right now, and John Cohen, their new ID, which we'll get into, is choosing who to fire. It's been, who can I fire in three to five years? Uh, you know, maybe that's Dion. Sure, we'll talk about it. All right, first off, uh, the, the timing for those who are like kind of like, oh, why why today of all days? We don't kind of get it. Why didn't it happen three weeks ago? If it didn't happen three weeks ago, why wait till now? Why not just wait to the end of the season? So over the weekend, it's getting finalized. I believe today, Auburn is hiring Mississippi State's athletic director, John Cohen. So they have a new AD. Like that, That's the first step. Can we get an athletic director? Yeah. Now let's clean house. Let's bring in and, and allow him to go out there and start this coaching search to find out who the next head coach is going to be. And the first thing I'll say, and you and I completely, completely disagree on this, T-Bob. I think right now of all the, the, the openings out there in the country from Nebraska, Ugh. is Wisconsin open? Is it not? I, we don't know. Uh, to Georgia Tech. Auburn is the number one job out there. So, yes, if you're looking for a head coaching job, if you want to be a part of the best conference in America, if you want to be able to recruit the top talent in America, if you want to have an opportunity to compete at the highest level, get paid the most money, especially with the new TV contract coming in, then Auburn is that spot. So, and I'm going to lay out something else too for you as you continue to shake your, your damn head. Auburn's I, I record it. over I, the past so decade. Wrong. I don't, oh my Over the God. past decade, oh. Auburn's Wait, record. Here goes everybody. Auburn's here comes the expert analysis and the facts and numbers that I was talking about. I warned you about these guys. They're going to try to convince you with numbers, but it's you know what the game. answer is in your heart. It's a numbers game. 
It's a numbers game. I got I get other proof too. I just like to put in some stats too to put some numbers <laughs> behind it. All right. Past decade, 12 and 2, national championship appearance. A and 5, 7 and 6, A and 5, 10 and 4, A and 5, 9 and 4. And then the past couple of years have not been great, 6 and 5, 6 and 7. But this is not like there's a history of piss poor play, of bad talent, of guys not moving on to the NFL. Like you can do a lot of good stuff at Auburn. You can recruit at a high level. Uh, Harson obviously has not found that success being a guy not from the SEC. And I think all the rumor meals of him getting fired, the, the, the fans not happy with him has not helped his case to be able to go out there and recruit top talent. But you can bring in top talent to Auburn. You have a, a, a strong, a little bit too opinionated fan base, but that's everyone in the SEC. You have the facilities. You have the location. You got the money. Uh, you got NIL. Like There's a lot of good. And a lot of people want to focus on, oh, well, you have to play Alabama. You got to face Georgia. You got Brian Kelly. You got this. You got that. I get it. Yeah, everyone in the is good. Everyone of those everyone three in the that SEC, year, you have to face everyone. Every, in the SEC has a top coach, T. Bob. Everyone in the SEC has a top coach. So what you're telling me is anyone should be anyone is an idiot by coming to the SEC at this point. Um, like people want to challenge. Actually, what you actually, think, if you really, <laughs> if you really wanted to go down that road, like I could be convinced. Like, I mean, it's not it's not working out for Drinkwitz, right? He's about to be out there. I still like Beamer. Uh, Bad week. Look at Stoops. Stoops has been trying to make it forever. And Tennessee comes in and cucks him out of nowhere. He's been building for years. And in six months, Tennessee just tore everything. He they just they just took off all of his clothes and stoned him in the street. I mean, no, it's it's a brutal league, Aaron. So, yeah, I would tell you to proceed with caution, but the most brutal job in the league, because Vanderbilt doesn't really care, is Auburn because they have all of the disadvantages with all of the self-belief. Like, they think they should be competing for championships. They think Bob? they can do all of these things. What about what Tennessee? About Tennessee? Tennessee has to play Georgia. They got to play Alabama every single year. Yep. I would say Tennessee's culture was more toxic than Auburn's with Pruitt. I mean, it was awful. Yeah, Kids probably had fair. no belief in themselves. They were ripping them to shreds. They were bad. The fan base was pissed off. You can't tell me that it's not almost an identical situation. And I would say Tennessee was probably worse than where Auburn is right now. And a great coach came in there, was not afraid to play Nick Saban, was not afraid to go head-to-head with, with Kirby Smart, and said, give me that job. And look what he's done in his second season. Yeah, What's the difference fair. between Tennessee and, and we, we, two years yeah. ago and Auburn right now? Uh, I mean, quite simply, I think one of the key differences is literally just geography. You're so damn cl- – and I get it. And, and Tennessee's own geography is a bit um, – it, it, it's not the best uh, because, like, they don't have very fertile recruiting grounds. Certainly, Auburn, in theory, would. I just think that everybody's getting snatched up around them. And, and if you're looking at, okay, who do I want to go play for in the SEC right now, I think that – Kirby, you know, Kirby and uh, Saban remain one and two. But the point stands. Like, you make a good point, Aaron. Tennessee is the ultimate hope for Auburn fans. But did you expect this at Tennessee? Would you have ever guessed that Josh Heupel would have done this? Because when he was hired at Tennessee, we all laughed. He, his record post-Scott Frost, it's, it's, it's an insane world we live in. Scott Frost put together a perfect season at UCF, beating Auburn. How about that? Uh, and then he leaves, and Hypo literally gets worse every single year, three years in a row, then gets the Tennessee job because it's so toxic and broken. Nobody would have thought 
that that would have worked out. Okay. So if you're telling me, yes, can Auburn have some sort of miraculous recovery in the same way that Tennessee did because they because they strike on the right guy? Yes. I think that is mathematically possible. I think it is mathematically way more likely that the next guy just fails. Like everybody's going to fail. There's a finite amount of oxygen in the room. And now you got Saban, Kelly, Smart, still got to deal with Kiffin. I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on. And look, I, I think one advantage maybe Tennessee has, even though they got to play both, um, or they got to play Alabama every year and, and Georgia. I still yeah. think the East is maybe a slightly better path over time, though I'm interested to see what Napier ends up doing at Florida. Um, uh, but no, like, but, 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 and also we're talking about best available job, right? And to me, how in the world is that not Nebraska? You have all the buy-in, you have all the resources. Yes. Uh, you could say that Lincoln's boring, but you can pay kids now. And instead of competing against people, we just said you got Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northwestern, and Iowa on your side of the bracket and throw a PAC 12 team in there. I don't give a damn. Okay. Nebraska, to me, if you want to win, the path to doing so is just so much more wide open than the narrow tightrope in the SEC West. I don't give a shit. That's because Scott Frost sucks. Eight years. Scott Frost sucks. Eight years. Scott Frost sucks. Eight years. I don't know what to tell you. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. You can pay players now. More facts and numbers from facts and numbers. Murray, he's trying to use evidence to sway you. What is that? Oh, Using wow. the past as an indicator wow. of future future events? That's insane. You should just trust me based on my gut, okay? <laughs> and my gut is to, I, I'm telling y'all, I really believe this, though. I'm not like Eight part of years. this is a satire on our current times in which we live. But this is why this <sighs> shit works, because I believe it. The same way that people Thank sit you, up there and spout all sorts of things to you. I believe it, dude. I believe it. Thank you, Daniel, that, in the uh, chat, who had some sanity. What? He says, stop trying to make Nebraska happen. They haven't had a winning we're season still, in oh. eight years. When Snaps is the biggest college football podcast in the world in a couple of years, we're going to revisit this argument. We're going to play the tape, and I'm going to show you that you should have trusted my ample gut over the guy eating salad. You can't trust that gut. Are you kidding me? The guy counts macros, people. What are we talking about? You can't trust. Look, look at me right here. Look at me in the eye, guys, okay? Nebraska is the better job than Auburn, okay? And guess what? Even if they both hire guys and the hires end up being proven wrong, I'll still believe it. They just made a bad hire. Okay, so that's that's the bottom I, line. All, I, uh, I, Auburn's got it's just way too hard. It's just way too hard to win at Auburn. I don't. Right I disagree. I think I think right now you can you can easily recruit. I think a job like that. And you want to talk about NIL? Like Auburn, as we know, has one of the biggest boosters in America, who's paying for all these damn buyouts for these coaches. But you know, has some money to throw out when it comes to to name, image, and likeness as well. Um, it is it is the easiest time as if in, in any time as we've seen to be able to turn a team around because of the transfer portal. I think right now yep. all you True. need is a dynamic coach that can recruit, that can be the CEO, that can get fans excited, that can get players excited, get players in the locker room, can get players, you know, there on campus, which has a lot of positives. And I think they could turn this thing around. I do. This is less toxic than what Tennessee was two years ago. And there's no reason why if you bring in the right person, Harson, let's just admit it. Harson was not the right guy. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a guy. No, from he's an all buyer. He, he, he was, he was, 
But this is why I'm a hiring, uh, the, 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 like, I don't believe in hiring, Aaron. You never fucking know. Hypel should have been a bad well, you hire. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, Brian okay, Kelly, you know, is going to be a great head coach at, at tennis or at LSU. Like, you knew he is. That was a, that's why Woodward home hire. That's why Woodward went out of his way, right? He wanted to make the most yes. lockdown resume hire you could. So if it does fail, which, you know, it was stories being written. If it does fail, he can say, well, how could anyone have known, right? It, 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 Harson and Heupel, that was not the case when both of them were hired. So it's just wild to see how badly one has failed and one has just uh, taken off into the stratosphere. It's crazy. Yeah. So I think that was a home run hire. Uh, I, I just think of, of all the things that I just named, of, of all the qualities that I'm looking for to be that next head coach at Auburn, the guy that's not afraid of the moment, the guy that's not afraid to be toe-to-toe -to -toe with Nick Saban, to be toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with, with Lane Kiffin and with, with Brian Kelly that has a big personality that can actually handle himself. Like you need, you need some cojones. You need a big personality. Yeah. You got to be able to, after, you, after Nick Saban leaves the house of a recruit, you got to be able to feel confident that you can walk in right after him Ooh, and, okay. and pitch the hell to Auburn. The only guy that could do that is Deion Sanders. That is it. Deion is your guy. And it's not about X's and O's. Mm. It's about being a CEO. It's about being a leader. It's about motivating. It's about recruiting. That's the name of the game. And it's about bringing in money. Dion brought enough money in there to Jackson State. Jackson State was just on game day. Yeah. Game yeah, day. For sure. Who would have thought that was ever possible? He's brought in money yeah. for an indoor. He's gotten game day there. He's got excitement. He's got buzz. He has people talking about him. They're undefeated. Like, yes, it's a lower level, but he can bring that same energy to Auburn. Hire an OC, hire a DC. He's going to recruit. He's going to bring in a shitload of money. He is what Auburn needs to be able to compete consistently to be able to get to eight plus wins every single year in, in the SEC. There's no one else that could do the job better than him. Mm, and see, herein lies the problem. You said eight plus wins every year in the SEC. They're not going to be happy with eight wins. That's the problem with mm -hmm. Auburn. And you could say the same thing at Nebraska, and I agree, but I think the path to getting though. the wins is easier. I think the path to getting the wins is easier at Nebraska. Well, so, I mean, it's, you know, not like Mississippi State, right? Like eight wins every year, Mississippi State, you're golden. You can coach forever. Yeah. Like, sure, there'll be some grousing and some griping, but like <clears throat> most people are going to be like, you know what? That's he, he's doing a very good job up there. Eight, eight and five at Auburn is going to be like, okay, that was year one. What are you going to do year two? Uh, I, I, it is wild that I'm coming around to this Dion thing though, because I think you're right, Aaron. Like the only person who feels like he can go toe to toe with those behemoths that we're mentioning, um, he does have to be overwhelming. In terms of personality, they keep going back to the CBS 60 Minutes piece yep. on Dion, where the Jackson State president was talking about, you know, I've met stars before, but never superstars. And when asked, you know, what do you mean by that? Responding basically that, like, he, he just opens doors that were generally closed. They need a new practice field. They go to Walmart. They get a new practice field. You just mentioned game yep. day being there over the weekend, right? The attention overall that he has brought to HBCUs, it's been astounding. So... Uh, and Dion said in that same program that he would be, you know, foolish not to listen to a <clears throat> Division One school uh, where they do come calling. And so, yeah, Auburn that that, that would make Dion would make a lot of sense, also because that is a big upgrade uh, for him, just in terms of like the football, uh, the level of football that you're coaching at. My yeah. question is, first off, you know, does Dion want that? Does he want the Auburn job? 
when really everything we just said applies to basically any job in the country with Dion. He would have to decide that. Now, he loves a challenge, right? So I got to imagine part of his competitive juices would, like you said, Aaron, get fired up by going against these big dogs and trying to prove that he can be the best of the best. Uh, but at the same time, he would be leaving behind the HBCU community that he has built up uh, so effectively over the last couple of years. Is this the right job for him to leave for? I mean, you know, we'll, we'll only time will tell on that front. If you can't get Dion, Aaron, I mean, what do you have to do? Like, who do you hire? This almost feels like a job to me where I think you might have to bet on someone a la Billy Napier, like a Jamie Chadwell or something. Do you think you can hire a known quantity? And is it even a good idea to hire a known quantity? I mean, if we're using the Tennessee example, um, they took a bet on Hypel kind of because they had yep. to. It was too toxic for anybody to want to come. But, like, yeah, I think this is similar. Like, I think you're going to have to bet on someone because I don't see another Brian Kelly type sitting out there waiting no. to be poached. I think one name that just came to my mind a little bit as I was thinking about this of like, is there someone in the SEC that has had success that may be looking for an upgrade? And you, you brought up the name earlier and that I was just kind of repopping to my mind. Uh, Mark Stoops at Kentucky. I think he's kind of reached the Oh, I knew you were going to say it. Just let me fucking explain. Mark Stoops, I think, is what he's accomplished at Kentucky and bringing to that program where it is right now. He, he's reached the top of the mountain. And you could make a major case that they are now descending that mountain. Like Kentucky will never be as yeah. good as they were the past couple of years. I think we can all kind of get that feeling with, you know, Georgia being Georgia, where Tennessee's at right now, where we believe Florida could possibly be with Billy Napier, with with the way South Carolina is creating some sort of excitement there and their coaching staff and, 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 and all that. Will Kentucky ever be what it's been? Because they benefit from the SEC East being down. But Mark Stoop is, has built something that is sustainable, that is very good football. And, and I think that, that he may look at this as, hey, I've done everything I can at Kentucky. We've maxed out. This is a basketball school. If, I, if I'm going to be real with myself, this is still a basketball yep. first university. Do I want to go somewhere where the resource is a little bit more, where the commitment for football is a little bit more, and I get to say in the SEC because I know the SEC, I recruit to the SEC, my footprint is in this conference when it comes to going out there and getting talent, whether it's through the portal or for high school kids. And I think that there's, I think there's a more of a chance to, to reach higher heights at Auburn compared to where Ooh. he's at at Kentucky. Ooh. So I, I mean, that to that, me, I would, if I'm him, I would consider it. I understand your argument that higher would be met with rebellion in the streets of Auburn. Like I cannot fathom. It would be like Greg Schiano in Tennessee when they tried to hire. Yeah, like like I cannot fathom a more unexciting hire in terms of what would just piss people off. Because I feel you, like you are correct, Aaron, in that objectively Mark Stoops has done a fantastic job at a school that was dog poo uh, at football for a very long time, right? But what has he done to make us think that he can exceed that necessarily? And again, if we want to keep using Tennessee as this foil, like what Hypo brings to the table is an elite scheme, um, an elite scheme that obviously is outflanking defensive coordinators, has them on the back heel. What Mark Stoops is bringing to the table is pro-style football. 
something that is very talent dependent and still can be very effective. And it's beautiful when done well, but it's hard to punch up. And I call it talent dependent because, yeah, you can't really succeed in those offenses. Like Kentucky doesn't have a good O-line this year. Look at what's happening, right? You don't have a good O-line at Tennessee. You can still be frisky. You can still punch yep. up in that offense. So it's not like he's bringing some, like, 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 what is a, like, like, a, okay, we were joking around like a Dave Clawson earlier. Okay. At least Dave Clawson is bringing something unique to the table. Jamie Chadwell bringing something unique to the table. I just, I, I can't get there. I can't get there with Stoops. Stoops needs to just know his role and just stay at Kentucky forever. And, and both sides yeah. can be happy with, if you go eight wins a year, that's a great season. And who knows, maybe every now and then you get a little excited and you punch up and you win nine or 10, you know, um, it, it's what about, what about, what about, what about, what are your thoughts on, on Luke fickle, Cincinnati been, been the premier mm. power five team in America made the playoffs last year. Uh, I okay. thought it was competitive in that playoff game too mm. versus Alabama. It was not a blow up by any means has, has put guys into the NFL. I think he's a hell of a head coach. I would I would rank him as a top fifteen coach in America. That's an opportunity to get a top fifteen coach that may be wanting to take that next step in his career. That that to me that's somewhat of a chance. I don't know if he necessarily does anything special on either side of the football that may be somewhat unique, but he could also bring in an offensive coordinator that is that is innovative with him to, yeah. to kind of spice that up a little bit. So. That's someone too, and his I, I, footprint for recruiting is a little bit different. Like he he can get outside the SEC footprint, go up to Ohio, bring guys from Ohio, which Mark Stoops has done to make Kentucky sustainable. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, 
and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. What up, everybody? Put on your favorite game day gear because college football is here and FanDuel wants you to get in on the action. That's right. Right now, new customers get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's $1,000 back in free bets if your team doesn't win. So what's up, y'all? Team up here from uh, Snaps, the volume college football show, right? Super fun. If you ever want to talk college football, come listen to Snaps. In fact, if you sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with promo code snaps you're going to be eligible for what i'm talking about here and so what i would do is however much money you want to put in there right 200 300 whatever you're comfortable with um and can have fun with that's what this all is about fun you put that in there and you go all in on your bet of the weekend and guess what if it doesn't hit well don't worry you get that money back and free bets. So then, you know, then you go spin and you you do all your bets however you want. But the point is, right, it's a way of maybe you'd like double up what you want to play with at the beginning. But it's all thanks to your friends at uh, FanDuel. And check it out. It's not just the spread, right? You can do same game parlays. You can do multiple game parlays. Uh, you can avoid uh, the, the, the numbers of tiles. You can play your over-unders like uh, the futures. It's all there for you at FanDuel. And they always got great deals and odds boosts going on. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sport. Sportsbook. It's because the app is easy to use. They're always giving you up. And when you win, you get paid fast. So download today, promo code SNAPS, and get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 and bet on college football all season long. So, Fair. Okay, so Fickle, Fickle's actually pretty good. And it's interesting because you're right. He would technically fall under saying the same criticism they just offered to Stoops, right? Like you said, maybe not bring anything like overly special schematically to the table, but I do think he has a better resume than Stoops and what he's built at Cincinnati and built it pretty consistently. I think it's also probably pretty tough to recruit to Cincinnati uh, with what he is surrounded with there. So look, football, Fickle's a really good football coach. So like that would, would, that be the closest thing to a Brian Kelly type of coup that they could do? 
Like, cause, cause I, like Matt rule would be like yeah, return I, to college football. Dion's like a huge, like PR splash, but you are taking a chance, yeah. giving him a, you know, a, something new. Any of the other names we mentioned are kind of like, like fickle is about Chip as Kelly. established. Uh, uh, Went to the national title has had success in multiple places. Runs the kind of offense that Auburn has had success with in the past. Oh, okay. Got I mean, it's had a great year play. with a competing for a national Just title with a senior quarterback that he's probably not getting another one of. You know, mm-hmm. UCLA and UCLA, USC have a lot of comparative spirit there. I don't know. I don't know if Chip wants to leave right before the big move to the Big Ten and all that money that's going to be flooding into that 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 conference. That's a good point. So, Again, I, why I, is UCLA going to pay you what Auburn's going to pay you? But but isn't it kind of like I mean you Did dude you heard New Heisel talk yeah. about UCLA? It sounds like heaven, dude. You're getting yeah, paid millions, and you got the fresh. I mean, you got the what do you call it, the Pacific Wind or something? Except, I don't know. You know, some, you can't get fans to go to your stadium because it's an hour away. Well, they need even a better. New I think nobody. I think no, dude. Even better. Nobody oh, gives geez. a shit. You're not going to get fired. You go to Auburn. Every you go to get coffee. You lose the game that week, and everyone's going to be staring daggers at you. Like Nothing like you. college like, football coaches saying that, you know, they really want to coach at places where no one gives a shit. That sounds like people hey, who got man. like coaching college football. Hi, okay, whatever. T-Bob, dude, but you, as we're seeing right now, Brum, oh T-Bob just God, wants dude. the path of least resistance. He doesn't want to try to win national championships. He just wants like, to survive water, and not get fired. <laughs> T-Bob is just scared of getting fired instead of going to somewhere where, yes. Here's the thing. I don't mind that he has that take because that's the take that 98% – of most people have the issue i have with his point is he's ascribing rational behavior to people who are irrational all of these college football coaches are obvious maniacs and this is all they want to do is go work 20 hours a week to try and beat dick saban 20 hours a day to go beat dick saban yeah, well, guess what? The pa- the better path to doing that is through a different conference. If if all you care about is winning, you would avoid the Auburn job like the plague. If you want money, you run as fast as you can to Auburn, Alabama. Like that's the bottom line. Cuz you'll get paid by Auburn cuz they're going to have to pay you to convince you to go there and in a couple of years you'll get paid to get fired. I mean, Brian Harson is an inspiration. My man got fired in less than 2 years. And is getting paid fifteen and a half million. That is a certified G move. My man's like Scott Frost had to disappoint Nebraska for over four years before they finally fired him. Brian Harson said, "Not so fast." Got his ass out of there in a year and a half, and now is the highest paid buyout coach in the land. Take a bow. So again, if all I wanted was money, I would sprint to Auburn, Alabama. Because despite my best efforts and despite all my belief, I'm going to believe it in my balls, Aaron. I'm going to believe in every single fiber of my body that I'm going to be successful. But guess what? I'm going to fail. And when I lay my head down at night, I fucking know it in my head. And I can do all this positive self-talk that I want. And you think these coaches fully believe it? No, no, no. These coaches are human like the rest of us. Okay, and they talked themselves into it over money, but they know they know how this is going to play out. Okay, and it's not going to work out. Maybe you get another hypo miracle. Maybe so. I don't think that's very likely because who falls? If Auburn rises, who falls? Georgia? Alabama? I don't think they have to fall. LSU, yes, they do. Yeah. There's a finite, there's a finite amount of no, wins no, no, in the room. Not, not with expanded playoffs, T. Bob. Not with it. There's you can get oh. three, four, five SEC teams in in a 12-team playoff scenario. 
So like the, 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 I think the opening up of the playoffs, the opening up to, Hey, we're going to make a, a, a legitimate chance and, and push towards a, a playoff opportunity, regardless if you lose in the first round or not, you still made the playoffs is going to open up a lot of cases for a lot of sec coaches to extend their career. Cause all you have to do is make a playoff once every three or four years. And I think that's going to please the fans enough. And I think Auburn's a place where you can make a playoff every once or three or four years. Mm. If you just look at their record over the past decade, they would have made the playoffs probably three times in the past 10 years. The problem is Georgia was not what they were for the past decade. And their rise, in my opinion, is directly coinciding with Auburn's fall. Georgia has made it significantly tougher to succeed at Auburn. When Georgia was down, Auburn was allowed to eat up some of that power vacuum. Everything ebbs and flows. Like I said, there's finite resources to go around. Georgia being good just chokes Auburn out. They're like a snake. Kirby Snart had Brian Harson's neck between his legs and was squeezing his little hobbit thighs as hard as he could. And look, Kirby Smart is really fast, and he can jump really high. Those are strong thighs. I don't think I could hold up under those thighs, and I'm a big guy. All these other coaches are going to try to convince themselves they can, and it ain't going to work, dude. What about, uh, what about, I do like John Cohen. Though. What about Urban? What about Urban? Uh, don't you know, you, bro? You know how I feel about Urban. You know how I feel about I Urban. Think I that don't think be, he's a good football you coach anymore. Excitement. You want to talk about excitement <laughs> in, in the state of Alabama? Imagine having those two coaches, those two personalities with him and Nick Saban in the same state. That would be electricity to put those two. I think Dion. Uh, we Dion might have to move Saban the show to Birmingham. If Urban gets hired at all, we're, not, we're all moving to Birmingham. <laughs> oh, man, that would be electric. I would, I would pay to see that every single year. Urban versus Saban. That's good TV. Yeah, no, I mean, That's bro, it's, that, that is, you're, for in terms of scripting the ultimate drama and movie, yes, you are correct. Yes. By the way, with, with our poll question in the chat, would you want, oh, would you want Urban to coach at Auburn? Oh, never mind. I thought you said, would you want to coach at Auburn? Uh, no, Urban is, to me, I don't think Urban's a very good football coach anymore. And how can we take someone seriously whose entire thing is all about accountability and all these other sorts of like, core mantras for living and then he lives none of them um just go read the athletic article of the jaguars hey. and tell me how you could ever trust urban again he made a mistake give the man a break no 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 no, no 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 do not paint this as one mistake they didn't even they didn't even notice that urban wasn't on the plane because apparently he doesn't fl he like never flew back with the team anyway so he that that was par for the course. It's just that that night he decided to get a little sideways, which again I appreciate. Like I would want to party with Urban when he's on the boat doing the interview hey. and his boys like hitting the bong in the background. I'm his boy. Like yeah, hell yeah, Herb, you want to kick it? I'll go kick it with you. But I'm not paying you nine million dollars to be my coach. The amount of shit that I would have to deal with if I did that. Oh. Just not 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 only not worth it, but I do think it's a, a bad hire. You, you act well. like you Auburn get, fans really care about the baggage. You you you. That's the problem. You think they care about the baggage. The only thing that Auburn fans care about is winning football games. They don't mm -hmm. give a damn what you've done in the past. They don't yeah. care that you've kicked True. a player. All Auburn wants True. to do is win. There is a reason why they got rid of Harson in under two years because they weren't winning football games. They will make yeah. a deal with the devil to get a football yeah. coach that can make them competitive, that can win football games. 
And if Urban Meyer is that guy, I don't give a damn what he's done in the past. That is their mindset. So, but but who but, but cares? can you be just can win. you really be that convinced anymore that Urban Meyer is that guy? I can't. On that, I'm he, not he's sure. He's had way too much success. He's had way too much success as a collegiate football coach everywhere he's been, from Utah to Florida to Ohio State, for you to tell me that he does not have, know how to coach collegiate football. Everywhere he's been, he's won. The game's passed by, Aaron. Arguably, the game's passing no. by. He's been out for a no. while now. He failed utterly in the NFL in the most obvious of ways. Nick Saban uh, failed we looked at the numbers the other day. We, oh, I know, I know, exactly. Utterly. No, but which is why it's inexcusable that Urban Meyer failed in the exact same ways. He knew all the pitfalls to uh, avoid, and he fucking jumped headfirst in every single one of them. Uh, I, I, I also think that, uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I, I, I don't, mm, don't want to go too far out on this limb, but it is interesting because, like, Ryan Day hasn't won a natty, right? So if I say Ryan Day is better than Urban Meyer, I'm immediately going to get shouted down. No doubt Ryan Day took over a good thing that Urban had going, but I think you could argue that Ryan Day has elevated it. Now, he hasn't won the natty, and he's got yeah. to cross that finish line. But at least offensively, statistically, consistency-wise, um, I think I think Ryan Day... 42-4 uh, and four is the head coach. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Day. Ryan Day. It's, it's unbelievable. What was Urban, and how many... And Urban won a natty. Has the game passed Urban by the same way it passed Jimbo by? We can't know that answer because he's been out for a few years. That's yeah, what I would know. be concerned about. I know. I agree. What I'm telling you is in the we don't know, I fall on the side of I would say I would doubt it. I would cast that because you're going to sit in the meeting and he's going to lay out his core pillars of leadership. And what are you going to how are you going to respond? So you're like, I mean. Or, but we all kind of know this isn't true. Like, wait until we, I cannot wait to see the documentary. Brom, is it a 30 for 30? What's this documentary that they're making on the Urban Meyer Gator era? Have you, have you all seen this? I've seen that. Yes. There's some sort of four part, like, uh, Saints for Sinners, uh, <laughs> Florida Gators, like, late odds documentary coming. <laughs> Aaron, you can't have everyone, your head coach of your team as that's coming team. out. You freeze. Hugh Freeze just signed an extension last weekend. But if they're serious about wanting Hugh Freeze, they'll go get Hugh Freeze. If 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 they are, can he get, get out of his contract? The over under of what they're paying this coach is he eighty five million dollars. Yeah. Like you're not walking into Auburn for less than what Mel Tucker got. And so if they're serious, no. if Hugh Freeze is their guy, they'll go get Hugh Freeze. If LSU can go get Brian Kelly, and USC can go get Lincoln Riley, Auburn can poach Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I, I will I say this agree. about Hugh, too. He has a uh, – I did read when I read the new contract tweet about it that uh, I'm pretty sure it has a low buyout. So, like, I don't think it's crazy for him to get out of it if someone came calling. And Hugh would take that job. I mean, yeah, I think I think I Hugh wants to get back to the – I think Hugh wants to get back to the SEC. He is someone who actually would have uh, – he is someone who checks the box of, like – he would have the self-belief to be like, you know what? I'm the guy to do this. And granted, I mean, I guess he kind of, you know, he did beat uh, Nick Saban yeah, two yeah. years in a row and that Ole Miss role in there for a minute. So, but again, he was ahead of the think, curve at a time. But no, you know, he's still ahead of it. I'm not, I'm not going to hit a freeze. Like he's, he's also bringing like a schematic advantage to the table. Like he's yeah. an elite offensive mind. I don't think, I don't think speaking of, of Kiffin and, or speaking of Ole Miss, like I don't think 
Ole Miss is or Auburn is like a massive upgrade compared to Ole Miss in the sense of like Lane Kiffin would be looking Agreed. at that as like a major. This is a a a major move in my career. Like if if, if Kiffin's going to make a move, in my opinion, he's going to go somewhere like Alabama when Nick Saban retires. Or, yes. um, I think like that to me that's his next mindset. Like I don't see him. That is more of a a, a lateral move than a vertical move. So I think Lane Kiffin he, stays at Ole Miss. I think he enjoys Ole Miss. I talked to him about it. He loves the community. His his daughter's there with him. Like I don't think he leaves that to go to a place like Auburn right now. Uh yeah, no, I mean definitely not, right? Like like you nailed it. No. If if he leaves, he goes to a blue blood, right? Like one of yes. the big boys. Um I, it, it, like why would he want to just go? Hey, I'm gonna go reset. Like I finally got, I finally got Ole Miss rolling. Why don't I just start over? An even more toxic situation with higher. We're, we're about to have two ten win seasons in a row. Let me just jump yeah. ship now. After yeah. We got this thing rolling. First time and, and, I have, and I have one, of, and I have one of the best running backs in the country. Who obviously you know could transfer over with him if they wanted to. But like, man, he's he's there. You go. They're eight and one now. They had a great win this weekend. They have a chance to go ten and ten and two this year. Like, Zephyrin again, raises a like, good point. Uh, Auburn is obsessed with beating Saban, and Freeze did get him twice, right? So, but here we haven't even talked about John Cohen. That's the former Mississippi State AD who just got announced on Saturday as being Auburn's AD. By the way, Aaron, Auburn at Mississippi State this weekend. So John Cohen, literally his first game as AD, is going to be right back in his old stadium that he's so used to. I love it. Uh do you so Cohen uh, was a, a, an incredible baseball coach for Mississippi State forever. He then went straight to being the AD. Uh, he later leads that baseball team to a national championship. Actually, he's one of three active SEC ADs right now to hire an eventual national championship winning head coach in any sport for whatever that's worth. So, like, he has a pretty good resume. I don't know that I have a great answer for this. Do you, does the Cohen hiring tell you anything about which direction they may go? I mean, he's the guy who hired uh, Leach for whatever Mullen? that's worth. Did he hire, was he with Dan Mullen? No, no, no. I want to say he hired say Moorhead he in 2016. Leach. Yeah. Oh, he hired okay. Moorhead as well. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Dan Mullen's an interesting Ugh. name, though. You think, you know, that Dan brings oh, a little bit something I would go after Mullen. I would do that. I would do that. He'd I be, would one thousand percent go after Mullen. I like that. Yeah, but actually. what's what's what what has Auburn struggled with before we get a little too horny for Dan Mullen? I know recruiting. What has Dan yeah, Mullen yeah. struggled with? It's recruiting. And what does Auburn yeah, not have right now? They don't have the top tier players. Like, yeah, does that solve their problem of bringing in players that could compete against Alabama and LSU and Georgia every year? Uh, Bama boy Gumps is Dave Aranda. That's been kind of popping up a little mm. bit here. I really like Dave. Um, if I'm Auburn, do I want more prove it out of Dave before I take that shot? It'd it be, yes. it, you're, you're, you're yep. taking a chance, which you may have to take a chance. Well, I, mean, like we said. I can't imagine them taking a chance on a defensive guy when. Yeah, if, that's a good point. If, if you're higher, point. if you're calling Dave yeah. Aranda, you're calling yeah. Hugh Freeze and you're getting what you're overcorrecting in a more sexy way than hiring Dave Aranda. Yeah, especially when you're watching Tennessee do everything offensively, right? Like, offense is the name of the game now. You want a Wunderkin like a Kiffin or somebody like that. Um, as far as the Cohen hiring goes, I think it, I think it's worth reading this excerpt from Ross Dellinger's SI piece, Aaron, because it kind of shows you the Auburn problem. Quote, 
According to various sources, the hiring of John Cohen was met with some pushback. Despite this, Auburn University President Christopher Roberts went ahead with the decision to hire him. Rumors have circled about how the hiring was handled, saying some of the major coaches for the Tigers were not consulted about the hire at all. The timing, length of the search, along with the seemingly sudden rejection of Hartwell, one of Auburn's major targets for a while, would leave some to believe that the situation was not, in fact, handled as smoothly as it could have been, and then Dellinger with a classical stinger, nothing new for Auburn University. So, I mean, that's what you're mm. stepping into. I mean, there ain't, there ain't no rowing in one direction there. There's no alignment there. There's drama everywhere to be found. Some of the coaches aren't happy with Cohen. I'm sure some people, why are we taking Mississippi State's AD? Like, what has he really done? It's um, It's Auburn is what it is. And... You know, God bless the person who's going to take that job because they will get paid, but they will fail. This will end as a failure on their resume, unfortunately. God, you are a negative, negative Sally, man. Like, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dub negative Jr. in Sally? the chat. For... The wait, 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 print the shirt. What do we have? What, every risk is risky. Every risk is risky. Yeah. Negative every Sally. Risk is risky. Go take Auburn job, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a negative Sally, a negative Nancy? Is that where we're going? No, on? negative Sally. So it's, it's worse than a Nancy. Negative Sally. You're being a negative Sally over there, T Bob. Oh my uh, God, dude. I've never heard that before. Uh, don't be All a right, bitch. So go play football is another shirt we have. Yeah, yeah. Don't be we a bitch. Have, don't be a, just shorten it to don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. We've been over we've been through ten, at least ten candidates. Who's your top two right now? Give me your top two coaches you would take or you would go after first. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you three because I think there were three strong names. Um, I think Fickle is definitely – I think that would be a good get. Um, yep. I think uh, Dion, like I said, if anybody has the actual – cachet to maybe break through those two dragons it is a man who views himself and in many ways is a third one himself and then who did we just talk about a second ago besides you urban Myers? was it he no no definitely Mullen. not urban oh mullen mullen uh i mean no no mullen's not gonna work because recruiting mm -hmm. never, never mind the, i'm just giving yeah. you those two i'm just giving you those two uh I, prime and uh luke fickle even though I'll, I'll we got distracted and got away go from Dub's super chat, what about a offensive coordinator like Kendall Bryles or Jeff Levy at Oklahoma? Mm, I would rather go after Tennessee's offensive coordinator. I was going to go after someone. I kind of hate coordinator hires, dude. I, I I would much rather a young like a like, Alex like a Jamie Bullish. Chadwell. Yeah, I agree. I, I just want someone who's been a head coach before, like a Billy Napier when he goes to Florida with years of success at UL, which, look, UL has fallen off immediately. And UL was legitimately good in a very good Sunbelt conference over the past few years. So, yeah, I no, I think – um, After taking a chance, after taking a chance on Harshan, because he was a, he was a chance. He was a, he was a, he was a Mountain West coach. Yes, he was a head coach, but he was a yeah. coach, a head coach. At, oh, yeah. You know, they didn't have a lot of name recognition. Most fans didn't know who he was coming into the job. They, they took a, they took a risk and it didn't pay off obviously yeah. in a big way. You know, you, you get fired under two years. It's pretty bad. You don't, you don't see that happen a lot. Like I don't remember the last coach I got fired. They didn't even make it through his second season. So I don't think they're <laughs> going to necessarily take a super risky 
chance. Like I think there the, there's a lot of pressure to make sure they hire someone that that is either a personality like Dion or someone that has head coaching a head coaching resume at a power five school. And okay, Dub Junior with that, oh, sorry, that go ahead. Me a little bit. So that that, Dub that Junior with another super Dub Junior with another super chat. Matt Rule, look, I love Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule is a fixer. Um, I think he's perfect for the Nebraska job. As Matt Rule gets no, back into college job. football. No, no, no. Shut no the fuck up. No, you know Nebraska. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. No okay. One wants well, well, talk to me in two years. Um, I think that if I was Matt Rule and I'm trying to break back into college, I'd be very wary about going the Auburn route. Just feels a little dangerous, dude. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Okay. Bill O'Brien. Ugh. Yeah, no, I mean, Bill O'Brien's okay. a good coach, actually. Right? Maybe maybe that would be a coordinator you could hire. I mean, uh, he did, dude, he did it at Penn State, yeah. took over an awful situation, found a way. Uh, he won the division multiple times with the Texans. Actually, Bill O'Brien kind of makes a lot of sense. No. Uh, what? I don't think so. No, I uh, huh. don't love that. Aaron, you never gave no. your final list. You asked T-Bob for a list. Let's hear yours. No, I know. And you yeah, just interrupted me with more, more Nebraska nonsense. Like just the, no, no, no. That was Dion, just super chat. No. Okay. I'm going after Dion oh. and I'm going after Hugh Freeze. Those those are my top okay. two I'm going after. And then Fickle would be three. Fickle would be three. Those are, to hmm. me, those are realistic guys that, that you have an opportunity. Like Lane Kiffin, yeah. I don't think you have an opportunity to get him. And I'm with you. Like, I don't think they want Dan. Like, Dan still has some stank on him after getting fired at Florida. It's a recruiting thing. It's like you said. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't think they would want Rule either. I mean, I could really – I feel like Hugh's probably happy at Liberty. And hey, I got Liberty this weekend. I got Liberty this weekend. Yeah, ask the Liberty Arkansas doing. game. Yeah, I actually, you know what? I will say, as far as recruiting goes, Hugh Freeze is an awesome recruiter. I remember him from yeah. Ole Miss camp back when I was in high school. He was there uh, with with Ed Ogeron, and like I, I still remember really liking him. And then even like a couple of years ago, I randomly saw him, and he was just like, you know, he just has that ability to make you. He like remembers every blah blah blah, whatever. Like he's actually a very likable guy for versus how he is um, kind of thought of, I think, in the general public. Uh, so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that is actually the list would be Dion Freeze, then Fickle. I still would be a little wary about Fickle. Just I hate to say fit because it's not really that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He has the best resume, but I just I'm not sure. Um, they can do better than five million. Smiley says about Auburn. Yeah. Uh, so you okay? But Aaron, expound on the Bill O'Brien thing. Why does Bill O'Brien? Why is that an outright no for you? He's just not a top five for me. Like I, I, I go through those other choices first before I go to Bill O'Brien. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying anything like that. I just think that like those other names are uh, a little bit more enticing, a little sexier to me than than Bill O'Brien at at Alabama right now. So I think to me he's more like fifth, sixth on the lineup, uh, not not my one through five, or sixth, seventh. I guess mm -hmm. I should say not my one through five. Yeah. Uh, B Bean says Bill O'Brien's a good coordinator, head coach. Well, I don't know if that's true, though. I mean, he did really good as a head coach at Penn State. And then he was actually, I mean, look at what the Texans have done since he left. He was an awful general manager, but, like, he was a good head coach for the Texans. Brum, did you see my message in our show chat? Um, is there any way you can bring up this Steve Gleason picture on the way out of here? 
Uh, I do not have. Well, well, give me two seconds. Okay, it's in the side piece under Steve Gleason costume under Snap. So we don't have time for Snips and Snaps today, but it is Halloween, and I, I want to show you all the best Halloween costume that I've ever seen in my entire life, which, by the way, never stop wearing costumes, okay? I keep a costume box at my house at all times year-round. So whenever I need to wear one, I'm good to go. The second you stop wearing costumes, you're going to die from forgetting how to live. Mm -hmm. Like, you might as well dress up and have some fun. Aaron, you're going to be, what, an inflatable dinosaur later tonight? I will be an inflatable dinosaur tonight, yes. We will share lots I mean, and lots of pictures and videos. <laughs> I mean, let's go, dude. Let's go. I'm going to be painted blue like a freaking genie later. Singing. How long of a process is that going to be? Is that going to be like a Rebecca Romaine and Mystique situation? Or how long are you going to be in the makeup chair? No, 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 no. So I, um, I, I, I went the cheap route and I did like, I have like a blue spandex top. So it's only going to be neck up. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I thought about doing that. And then I, and then it was that exact thing of like, man, do I really want to walk around? Like, do I want to go through all that? Like painting all of that skin area up? That's a lot. Uh, so, so no. Uh, wait, do you have this picture, bro? Two seconds. I was stalling to get it, and then I got the wrong one. Oh, good. I, like, I, yeah, I can keep stalling. No problem, dude. I was literally uh, like just <laughs> stalling with one more question, and now we have it. Look at this costume, guys. This is an absolute snap right here. For those that don't know, Steve Gleason is a hero of Louisiana, former New Orleans Saint. Mm -hmm. He's the one that blocked the punt against the Falcons during the Katrina game, one of the most legendary sport moments of all time. He has been in a battle for years and years and years with ALS. No white flags. Never give up. That's the organization if you want to go give to a great cause that battles ALS. He's just been an amazing ambassador for this awful disease, for the city. And you know what? Do you know how you flex on people? By doing a costume that would literally kill you if you were anybody else. My man's wrapped his, he breeds to a, to a tube in his throat, right? Oh, so yeah. my man's wrapped up his face in plastic wrap to the point where his nose and mouth are completely covered. If he was anybody else, he would be dead. That's a great Halloween costume. We should all Flexing. be more like Steve Gleason. Never give up. No white flags. Keep fighting. What an absolute legend. Now, I don't really love the TV show Dexter, but that's an awesome costume, dude. It makes me so happy. You ever balls. seen anything like that? Love it. Love it. Big no, balls. Big no. balls. Because <laughs> everyone else would die. That's why you haven't seen anything yes. else like it. Too yes, I, exactly. Dude. What a legend, yeah. dude. Gleason is, uh, again, uh, if you want to give, No White Flags is his organization. He's the best. Um, a, a true NOLA and Louisiana living legend. Uh, hey, thank you so much for everyone hanging out with us today. Uh, we love it, man. The show is continuing to grow, and it's because of everything that y'all do for the show. Chris, Dan, Cody Brunet, Bama Boy, A Barge, BB, uh, Global Reese, Andrew, just Lens. There's a Smiley. There's just so many. Bama, there's so Zone Six. There's so many people in here. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Um, if you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code SNAPS. That, that, you know, the bosses love that. Um, if you like the stream right here, that really helps us grow it. And uh, if you sub to the pod, wherever you listen to podcasts, and I know this is annoying, but if you rate it and review it, the robots smile, smile positively upon it and they'll put it in front of more people. So that's just some great free ways you can 
help us to grow the show. And huge thank you to the volume. Uh, catch us on AMP at noon, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much, man. You have an excellent show today. I want you to uh, ruminate on how wrong you are. And by tomorrow, I expect a full apology. Yes? Okay. Nope. Okay. okay. See you, everyone. Happy and, Halloween. Uh, uh, happy Halloween to everyone. And uh, happy Tennessee, Georgia, and Bama LSU week, boys. Let's go. It's going to be a good one this week. And shout out TurtleBox, TurtleBoxAudio.com, promo code SNAPS. We'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode. Bye-bye. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.